Amen. Let me, uh, let's turn our attention to the word of God as in the book of Ephesians chapter number 2. Amen. Beginning at verse number 11. Ephesians chapter 2. Amen. Verse 11. Wherefore, remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hand, that at the time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenant of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who were sometimes, sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Jesus, of uh, the blood of Christ. Father, it's in the name of Jesus we come. We thank you for the word. Lord, let your word speak to the hearts of men on this morning. We can do nothing without you. But speak to our hearts, Lord. Quicken our spirit and our understanding. Increase our appetite for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. On today, we want to talk about, amen, being qualified. Being qualified. And when we talk about being qualified, we're talking about having the necessary skill, experience, or knowledge to do a particular job or activity, having the qualification to do something, having the qualities, accomplishment, and so forth that fits the person for some function, office, or the like. And we're talking about qualifying, having the required skills for an acceptable level of performance. And uh, I think it's important that we know that we are qualified. Can you lean on and tell your neighbors that you are qualified? Amen. And then lean on to the other one and tell them you are qualified. You know, sometimes some of us never know whether or not we qualify or not because we never put an application in. How many times do we assume that we are not qualified? And we say without even approaching the place, I'm not qualified. I'm not qualified. But you don't know until you make application. You don't know whether you are able, whether or not you are acceptable, whether or not you are accomplished, Adapted, your adequate, apt, capable, algebra, entitled, equal to, equipped, that you are really fit to do something until you have made that application. You can do some things that you think that you're qualified for 
only to get in the midst of it found out. Anybody in here had a job that somebody gave you all of this praise and you got on the job and you found out you couldn't do the job? You just looked at them and grinned. It's kind of bad when you get on the job, think you qualified, and they put you up in there and gave you the offer and the salary. And you were in there saying to yourself, I don't have a hint on what to do. Well, we have some of these guys like this in the book of Acts, chapter number 19, verses 13 through 16. And, and there were certain sons of the vagabond Jews. Uh huh. They took upon them to what? Call on them, which was what? Had an evil spirit. We adjure you by Jesus, whom Paul preached. Uh huh. Son of Sceva, a Jew and chief of the priests. It did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know and Paul I know. But who are you? And the man with whom the evil spirit was leaped upon them and overcame them and prevailed against them so that they needless to say they were not qualified. One of the things that the enemy does is to make us feel disqualified. As he makes us think about our past failures and our past fears and our faults. He likes to get into our ears and rehearse the times that we didn't quite come up to par. Uh, and then he takes that and intimidate us. Intimidation is a terrible thing. Because one of the things that intimidation do is paralyze you. Anyone in here ever been paralyzed through fear? Where you just staying in place. You wanted to move, but you couldn't move. The fear had actually paralyzed you. And I think sometimes in the world of Christendom, we have more people paralyzed than we realize. Because God has told you to do something, you are qualified to do it, and you are paralyzed, intimidated by the devil. This, this, can you do me a favor? Just get somebody a high five. So let's stop that foolishness. <laughs> Tell them you more than qualified. More than qualified. Amen. And lean on that other person telling them you're more than qualified. More than qualified. Amen. But, but, but you know, it, it's important that you get to feel it. It's good to get that feeling of being qualified or more than qualified. Get that feeling. Uh, we are uh, not qualified because of what we have done. We're qualified because of what Jesus have done. At the beginning of this chapter, and that's Ephesians, let's look at Ephesians starting at the first verse. 1 through 10. Let's read that. And you have equipped who were dead in trespasses and sin. For in time past you walked according to the course of this world, 
according to the prince of the powers of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also ye also had our conversation in time past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. I like that, that word there, but verse four says what? But God. Mm, looks, look at somebody and say, but God. But God. And then turn over and look on the other side and say, but God. I wonder, did you feel that but? <laughs> did you feel that but? But God. But God. God interrupted. The corruption that I had, God interrupted. But God. Who is rich in mercy for the great love wherewith he loved us. Even when we were dead in sin, have quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved. And has what? Raised us up together and made us set together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus that in the age to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. For by what? Mm-hmm. And that not of yourself, it is the what? Gift of God. Not of works. Mm-hmm. All right. God, but God interfered. He was on your way to hell, but God. You was about to commit suicide, but God. Somebody was about to kill you, but God. Mm. Can y'all remember the time? Feel the stress. And sometimes when I think about the but God, I sometimes feel the stress right now. I can feel it. And it just go, but, but God. And you're looking at somebody that was butted out of the way, but God. Uh, he, he butted me out the way and he took my place because God just pushed me to the side and said, I'll take it, I'll take it, I'll take it. But God made the different horrible creature. You're looking at someone that's been refined. You think I'm bad now, you should have seen the way I was. But God, but God. He's the one that made the difference in my life. And then he goes on to say here that there's another but. The other but that he has here is in the text. And he was talking about you that were far off. But now in Christ, those who were without Christ and now in Christ, those who were far away are now brought near. It is based on the work. Mm. It's not based on our works, but it's based on God's grace. The unmerited favor of God towards undeserving men. You know, you start thinking about what God has done, but you start feeling sorry. You stop feeling sorry for yourself. Christ has done something great in our life. All right. And you know what, when I think about myself, 
I'm amazed at what God has created when he created me. Think about that for a minute. I'm amazed. You think you're a mess. No machine could have made you. You are fantastic. Just look at somebody right there and make them feel good. They've been, you see, they've been beat up all week long. Everybody telling them you ain't this and you ain't that. But I want you to change that today and look at somebody and say, you, you, they, they got to be good because God made them. Amen. Amen. They say you are just so wonderful. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I'm proud to be sitting beside you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. The people that don't need encouragement is always getting encouragement. But every now and then I just need a little bit of encouragement. I make a difference. I, I make a difference. I'm somebody. I don't have to feel like that all the time. But every now and then I like to feel like I'm somebody. And I'm just amazed. David looked at himself. I went to head of Merle. He looked in the water. But he said, I am fearfully and wonderfully made it every now and then. You've got to get up and go in the bathroom and look in the mirror at yourself. Don't be looking at all the wrinkles and all the hair that's falling out. Just look at yourself. Because most of the time, we, we've been prone to look at ourselves negatively and see all the bad things about ourselves, but there's something good about you. You don't mind talking to your neighbor, tell them again, say, there's something good about you. Something special about you. Amen. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. He's special. And I'm just amazed. You see, when God created Venus and Mars, he did that with his word. Mount Everett, 29,029 feet tall. He created that with his words. The Grand Canyon, he created that with his words. The billions of stars in the universe, he created that with his word. Stone Mountain in Georgia, he created that with his word. But when he was getting ready to create man, he put his hand on it. Lord have mercy. It won't just his word. He put his hand on him. Amen. Look at somebody tell him I've been touched by the master. This is what Paul was talking about in Ephesians. He said, You are his workmanship. Ah, brother, can you stand up? Just turn around and let him see the workmanship. Oh my God, hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. You are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus. Amen for good works, and I thank God for him. Adam messed up, and as a result of him messing up, amen, he also contaminated my blood. 
But in my case and in your case, he not only put his hand on us, he put his spirit in us. Paul said it in the book of Colossians chapter 1 and verse 27. This is what he says. He said to whom God would make known what is the richest of the glory of his mystery among the Gentile, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. Okay, okay, brother, this stain up. This stain up. Let's pat your chest if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 you. Uh, this, oh man, come on, come on. You know when them gals looking at you, you don't do it like that. Come on. You're a handsome boy. Come on, come on, do it like you're handsome. Like you know you're handsome. You know, you know you look good. That, that's all right. That's all right. Amen. He touched me. Somebody in here that got the Holy Ghost and know you got it. Just jumped up and said, Christ in me. Christ in me. Christ in me. Uh, I may not be wearing Jordan's tennis shoes, but Christ in me. My name might not be in lights, but Christ in me. I may not got I might not got as much money as Donald Trump, but Christ in me. Do you realize what that is? Christ in me. Christ in me. Christ in me. Can I get somebody in the back? Jump up and say, Christ in me. Uh, and Christ in you is what? The hope of glory. That means I'm going to be transformed from this life into another life. Bless his holy name. Amen. And we thank God at the price that Christ paid that you and I might have eternal life the price that he paid for us I'm not cheap amen I'm very expensive in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 5 verse 21 this is what the apostle Paul says uh huh did we have it up there yeah for the for he hath made him to be uh huh who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Can you imagine Christ being made sin for you? How dare you feel sorry for yourself when the God of glory became what you was so that you could become what he is. And somebody gonna turn around and how dare you tell me I'm not qualified? Amen. Uh, uh, God didn't make no mess. He did something special when He made me. What you qualified for, preacher? I'm qualified to cast out devils. I'm qualified to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. I'm qualified, Amen, to preach the gospel. I'm qualified, Amen to walk in that which is holy. I'm qualified. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm qualified. I'm qualified. Martha, jump to your feet and say, I'm qualified. I'm qualified. I know I caught you off guard. But since you, uh, amen, brother, 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 Keith, jump up to your feet and say, I'm qualified. I'm qualified. Amen. I like that. I like that. That's really strong. That's, I like that. I like that. I'm qualified. Jessica, can you help your nephew out? 
All right, all right, amen. Amen. Can I get somebody over here? I'm qualified. Anybody over here? Anybody? Any? I'm qualified. Anybody else? I'm qualified. Oh, how about in this section right now? I'm qualified. I'm qualified. It might be somebody over here that God gonna call you to do something, and the devil trying to make you feel all intimidated. He make you feel just like uh, uh what the main name? I think it was Isaiah. And God is asking us, "Who's gonna go? Who gonna go for us? And who's here we sin?" Anybody who in this? Because every now and then you got to tell the devil. You don't feel, anybody here don't feel qualified. When God calls you to do something, you feel about that tone. And then God had to turn around and assure you, you're special to me. He said, you're going, but you're not going by yourself. I'm going to be with you all the way. Amen. I'm going to stand by you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rise against you in judgment, I'm going to condemn. You are qualified. Qualified to do the work of the Lord. The reason why I'm qualified, I believe in the blood of Jesus. I was washed in the blood of Jesus. I'm qualified because the blood is on my life and the blood is in my life. I'm qualified. I'm qualified, amen, in these last and evil days. I know things are rough and just in our constitution the other day, they passed a law that two people of the same sex can get married. And I don't have a degree from Harvard but I'm still qualified to answer the question. I answer the question because I read in the word what God said. Anybody read the word? And I'm not going to change my mind. Anybody going to say, I ain't going to change my mind either. What God said, I, I believe what God said, and what God said is real. And I'm going to hold on to it. And the apostle said, you were separated from God you were miserable. You were of no account. But God made the difference. And I want to say to you, if you're here today, I don't care how you feel and what somebody has said to you, God has come to give you a second chance in your life. You got a chance now because God, if you're not qualified, he will qualify you through, your, through his blood. And it's the same thing as if you've never committed a sin whatsoever. Because forgiveness is in the blood. Mm -hmm. Peace is in the blood. Healing is in the blood. The future is in the blood. You can cast out demons because of the blood. It's in the blood of Christ. And the blood represent his life. And today you can be qualified to meet him and qualified to do his will in the name of Jesus. You are qualified because of what Christ has done. Amen. Don't let the devil get in your ear and tell you you're not qualified. You are qualified because of what Christ has done. He tell, told him again in the book of John chapter 14. Because of what I've done, he says, I'm going to the Father. The work I have done, you shall do, and greater works shall you do, because I'm going to the Father. 
Redeem, it's time for us to get up. Let me tell you what. If you're going to get something without fighting, it ain't worth having. If you got a, uh, let me get a good gun, an automatic, what they call them, automatic one. The one that kill up a bunch of folk. Gun folk, where you at? What do you call them? Assault wall weapon. Oh, hey, all right. Thank you, there, sister. Amen. You have an assault rifle in your awesome. And then you turn around, the devil coming up against you with a stick. And you running and hiding. If you don't know what you have and what it'll do. I wish I had somebody in here. They used to say it a long time ago. They said, you that know the, the, the worth of prayer. If there's somebody in here that know what you got. Is, is there anybody in this room that know what you got? Or have that devil beat you down so until you don't know what you got? Every now and then you have to refresh yourself and talk to yourself and tell yourself who you are in Christ Jesus. I will say of the Lord, he's my refuge and my strength, my God, in whom I shall trust. After today, you know you got something that can overcome the devil. Anybody know you got something? There's no need of having it and you don't know what you got. The devil can come up against you with a BB gun and you got an assault rifle and you running from him. The reason why you're running because you don't know what you got. Anybody know what you got? Do you know what you got? On my worst day, I can beat the devil. Amen? In there, is that right? On my worst day, I can beat the devil because I know what I got in Christ Jesus. He has not only made me a conqueror, he has made me what? More than a conqueror through Christ that strengthened me. I am qualified. Today, let me say here, if you're here today and you're not qualified,